Hey, what's up, folks? We're back again, and uh, today we're going to talk about uh, sports here with Ricky, because uh, I want to find out why he doesn't have a team. Hey, man, let's let's blame uh, let's blame fantasy sports, bro. Okay. You know, when you play fantasy football, fantasy basketball, you care more about the individual than the team. Because there's stats and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, growing up in Portland. Yeah, I'm a Trailblazers fan. That's easy. Regionally speaking, yeah, I'm a Seahawks fan. Shout out Marshawn Lynch. But he's badass. Beast mode, man. But I'm a Marshawn Lynch fan. Exactly. He's a California bear. You know what I mean? When he was at Cal and he took the go kart, yeah, yeah. he's whipping that thing. So I don't care where he lands. When he's a Raider, I'm a Marshawn Lynch fan. When he's a Seahawk, I'm a Marshawn yeah, Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I feel you. I, I rock with individuals. Um, I I sometimes watch his highlights just to get pumped up. Hey man, I eat Skittles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like looking at looking at Marshawn. He don't spend game checks. He spends his endorsement. Yeah, money. That's what I heard. Yep. Like yep. You know, he gets painted as something else. But he's a smart businessman. And and he's with the community. And he's with the community. I've been to Oakland. It's pretty nice. Nice in the sense of like the people there that have the the like how do you say it? like um like I went there, bro, because I was trying to go see like some culture. Yeah. And I got it. I got stuck in an alley, and there's a bunch of Mexicans at a flea market. Yeah. And black folks, and I was like, I don't get this in Portland. Look. And it, it was right across from the Coliseum, bro. One of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had in my life was in Oakland. I saw the Fox Theater. Yeah. Beautiful theater, too. I like, I'll tell you what I like. I like landmarks, structures, buildings. I'm not even into construction, but I like Mm -hmm. stuff that is a landmark. And that Fox Theater in Oakland is like, it's very historic for having comedians go in there, music Mm -hmm. music acts. And uh, right across the street was the cookie, so I had to go say hi, you know. But other than that, man, I mean, it's a very historic music scene, especially for like funk. Sheila E. Yeah. Um, what's the fa- uh uh? It's just a bay, bro. I don't know if I'll ever go back. I had a great time. Really? But I was out there for work. Oh, even good. So it was a beautiful experience. We had the EWMC. Shout out to the EWMC Electrical Workers Minority Caucus. Which I really don't deal with politics and caucus yeah, 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 and all yeah. that stuff. But you get a bunch of minority electricians from all over the country. We all flew into Oakland for a conference and we had days of service. We all brought our tools and we tried to fix as much as we could in Oakland for free. I'm in people's houses fixing their plugs. Oh, I fixing, bet. Like, I mean... We ate the Boys and Girls Club. Like, we doing it major. How many people would you say it was? Oh, man, there was at least 500 of us. Damn. Like, we we, we showed up. So that was beautiful, man. Hell yeah, uh, that's cool. The nightlife at Oakland, though, it's dead. Oh, I know. It's curfew. Yeah. Bro, we at this jazz club. It's rocking. You know, with the OGs. Shout out Terry Timms, Ricky Brame, you know, old old retired electricians. You know, I'm I'm new, up and coming. They showing me the ropes. And uh, this had to be like 2011, 2012. 
2011. Oh, wow. And, bro, the club is live. He's like, all right, where are we going next? Bro, Oakland's closed. There's a curfew, bro. Past 10 o'clock, nothing's open. Sunday, downtown Oakland, nothing's open. So we had to go back to the hotel and play cards, bro. Wow. So, I, like, that that was major to me because at the time, this was before Portland turned to absolute garbage. In Portland, man, we could walk around downtown Portland 2, 3 a.m. and find something to do. Yeah. Yes, Oakland ain't like that. So, wow. that, that, that was... I was a little culture shock for me. Uh, and then we hit, you know, we the motto's out. You know, shout out Drake, Lil Wayne, you know, the motto. They playing, they slapping that in the bay. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> they, yeah, they, is that the one where he mentions Mac Dre on it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Why, okay. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. So they, we in the bay. We, we, uh, we hit San Francisco. And they, you know. They playing it in the streets, bro. I said, okay, it's going to be live. It was dead, bro. San Francisco was dead, too? It was dead, bro. I mean, by my standards, it just didn't pop. And this is 2011? Yeah. Wow. I was not impressed. Call me a snob. Nose up, pinky Mm -hmm. out. You know, you can get into some, uh, you can get into some, some wild here in Portland. There's, there wasn't too much wild to get into in the bay. I mean, wow, no, I know. I, a local, I'm sure, could show me a better time, but me rolling with a bunch of electricians just trying That's to, true. you know, get out one time, I'm sure I did it wrong. So, if somebody want to uh, tell me how to do it, I'll listen. But, uh, you know, shout out to the bay. I'm, I probably won't be back no time. So, no, yeah, no, no. I was just saying, like, it's just, it just, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, we don't have that in Portland, you know. Yeah. They, they, you know, they have a very, they also might not even have a baseball team anymore. So, <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah, kind of sucks for them. They took the Warriors out of Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> that's trash, bro. That is, that's, bro. Uh, that is. No, they, they took them and then they go to San Francisco. Yeah. When I went with my brothers, we went with some Trailblazer jerseys. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, these fancy mirrors outside the stadium. So, you know, and uh, there was probably, like, I'd say, like, 20 Warrior fans out there. Yeah. And then we showed up with our old school champion jerseys of, like, Rasheed Wallace, mm-hmm. Damon Stoudemire, mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen. I mean, this is the, the beginning of the Jailblazer era. Yeah. And uh, But anyways, at the time, those were my players that I looked up to. Hey. I wasn't into comics, but the Blazers, because they were so good, they were my comics. Shout out to the Jailblazers. Yeah, man. Shout look, out to them. Look, Zach Randolph, Zebo, he could roll out of bed and get 20 and 10, okay? Oh, I know. Like, so, especially that year we got most improved. He was averaging 20 and 10. He, he's, man, that whole squad, I can't stand the Lakers because of what happened. Thank you. Portland was up 15. I stopped watching basketball. Western Conference Finals. Portland's up What were 15. you doing, bro, that day? Bro, I'll tell you what I was doing. Oh, my God. I'm in my living room at home. I lived over here on Washburn. We moved. So I was right off of Lombard on Washburn um, by the little market over there. Okay. And oh, shout out to that market. It's been yeah, there forever. It's been there forever. Mox Crest Market. Yeah. So I was across the street from Mox Crest Market in my living room and my dad's lazy boy getting my heart broken because we're going, we're going to the NBA finals. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And the way the Western Conference is set up, you win the West, you win the title because nobody in the East is busting a grape. No. So that was, that was it. 
That's the championship. Yeah. Bro, they, they get out there jacking threes up. The the refs is cooking. I I stopped watching basketball. Have you watched that game, Sid? No. I refuse. It's 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 similar <laughs> trauma to a Seahawk fan watching Russell Wilson not give Marshawn Lynch the ball. Yeah. And throwing that pick. Wow. It's similar trauma. I won't watch either one. Marshawn Lynch is averaging five yards after contact. So, when you're on the two-yard line, you can hit this man three yards back, and he's still scoring a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And it's not even fourth down. Handling the ball twice, I guarantee he punches So, what was it that in. play? Because I didn't watch it. Shout mm-hmm. out to stupid Ikea. I had all day <laughs> yeah. building a bed. So, I missed the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I missed it. So, I didn't know what happened. Yeah, I know that. But So, what was it? Second down? First of all, Ikea is not going to sponsor this channel. Shout out to stupid Ikea. Yeah, I say that because I, I missed the Super Bowl oh. that day. Building like a coffin, that's oh. what it was. <laughs> but, that, but that play, now that the you're oop, a Seahawks oop, fan, oop, I'm not trying to rub it in you, but um, what was the second down or first? I don't remember. Okay. It, it, it wasn't first down or else it would hurt more. So it could have been second or third down, but either way. They got chances. Uh, analytics says run the damn ball. Because mm-hmm. um, when you throw it, everybody's so tight and close to each other, they can intercept it, right? I'm not a football fan, but I'm assuming that's yeah. that's gonna happen. That's what happened. I mean, yeah. Damn. Malcolm Butler <sighs> punt the receiver, just pushes him out of the way and takes the ball like <sighs> a man. Shout out Malcolm Butler. As as painful as the play was, shout out to Malcolm Butler for being a, a heads up corner. Like that was that was an amazing play. If you're a Patriot fan, you love that. Yeah, yeah. I hate the Patriots. Damn. I mean, I I recognize their greatness and their brilliance and their dominance over the last two decades. But run the ball, man. Yeah. So that's how yeah. I feel about Lakers, Portland. That live Kobe to Shaq. Yeah, it was hurtful, man. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah. Man. No, that was hurtful. I was <clears throat> I was uh I was in fifth grade that year, so I'm like. I'm excited leaving elementary school, and the season pri- the season prior to that, we were Trauma. on a sh- yeah we were on a shortened season, and we won 35 games out of 50. So we were we had J.R. Ryder, he was my favorite shooting guard at the time, Jim Jackson, Walt Williams. I mean this is this was a uh, Rasheed Wallace. I mean these guys were Damon Stoudemire's first first full year. So we were on a mission to also go through the West. Because we had beaten uh, Utah in the semifinals. Then we get San Antonio, and they just sweep us. After Sean Elliott hits that, what is it called, Memorial Day Massacre, where he hits that three. You know where I was at? When I, where? We're, we're talking about a year prior to the mm-hmm. 2000 championship, 2000 conference. I was in a, in a van coming from Hood River to Portland, and my dad was just yelling. You know, because he's, listen- he's he's painfully listening to what Sean Elliott just did to us. And then I'm like, what happened? He's like, we lost. Okay, and the next thing you know, we just lose three games afterwards. So our next season, we were set up to be like, we need to keep some of these players, but we're going to get Scottie Pippen from Houston. And then we did, and we got Steve Smith. We, I mean, we had squad. a freaking squad. Squad. We had a really good squad. A very good squad. Squad. Yeah. Death of Shrimp. Greg Anthony. Squad. Yeah, they were all at least, they all, Bonzi Wells was young, Jermaine O'Neal, yeah. And these all these players either had talent 
going into it or they ended up leaving and had some Shout sort out of... Shout to Bonzi Wells and the headband, bro. Yeah. Bonzi was nice. That was a squad. Yeah. That was an all-star team. Yeah. Like, you had veteran leadership. You had all-stars. They weren't making the all-star game, but they were all-stars. No, they were Rashe- fun. Rasheed Wallace, bro, unguardable. Oh, I know. Unguardable. That Hit. turnaround... Fade away and then go shooting at the, the at that. You can't stop that. L- Lamarcus copied that. I noticed it. Lamartha. <laughs> I don't rock with Lamartha, bro. I was at the game when he came back <sighs> as a spur. Okay. You know. I'm laughing because no, he was very uh, inconsistent. Soft. Soft. Yeah, you. So, oh, you nice. The only two games. Okay, but Lola, check this out, Ricky. So, look. So we go into this season. And I'm in fifth grade. Mm. We had a cool Latino teacher in, at beach school. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Gilson. And so at that time, I had I had gone to my first Blazer game in fourth grade, which was Paul Pierce's rookie year. I went to Boston. Mm. We killed them. 20, 20 games. I mean, 20 points. We killed them. I was like, cool. This was good. This was when families were affordable. Four burgers, hot dogs, a drink, four tickets, 80 bucks. That's how it should be. You know, there was one of those I TV ads. That. I remember that four-pack deal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so my dad took us to the game, and then the next season, bro, we're you know Portland is rocking. We're forty-five and eleven. Lakers forty-five and eleven. We're both teams are on an eleven-game winning streak, and we're facing them off here in Portland. Guess what happened afterwards? They beat us, and we ended up winning like fourteen and losing twelve after that. Mm. So we finished fifty-nine games because the last game we lost. That's the shrimp didn't shoot it right. I could have seen my first 60 win season, right? Yeah. For the team that you like. We go into the playoffs. We go to the conference finals. We leave my cousin's house because we're at a party. We're not supposed to go there because the game's on. And he lived on Sumner right next to the little grocery store next between the auditorium of Jeff and the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So me and my dad sneak out of the his produce. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we sneak out of the house. Shout out to the produce. We shoot up. We go down the street to my dad's house. Two of my relatives from Mexico, they follow us. Like, they smell something. It was like some Nacho Libre and Skeletor type, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just followed us. <laughs> and it was, like, one of the most annoying things hearing somebody that doesn't know the sport and we're trying to, like, pay attention. It's like, you're, it's like I'm, I'm assuming if you're playing chess and someone's just talking, you're like, can you quiet down? <laughs> Dude, it was one of those... Feelings where my dad gets a bottle, cracks it open when we're up, like, you know, a good lead in the third quarter. Like, we're going to the finals. Hold on, pause. <sighs> Shout out to Jack Black. This is the Mexican podcast. How do you feel about Nacho Libre? I love it. I love it, too. I uh, accidentally took some really heavy dose of shroom <laughs> last week. And you know what I did? I watched that movie. Because you know why? You want to be on a good vibe. You don't want to have any like late bills paid because it'll creep oh, up on you. But man. Nacho Libre gave me the 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 freedom to feel safe. Shout out to the Luchadors. Yeah, man. that movie is so fly. It is. It's funny. So I don't care fly. if someone does like I, I. People were saying that he's uh what's that uh he's not representing the Latinos or something. And I said I don't care. It's comedy. Comedy is comedy. I thought it was respectful, but I'm not coming from a Latino background. Yeah, I mean, he, so that's well, I'm looking at it as comedy because Jack Black, he's a funny guy. He's, he's pretty it's funny. Hilarious, he's a pretty man. funny dude. And I just, to me, bro, comedy's comedy. I mean, I it was, it was funny, bro. It was okay. funny. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. So, so my family was there, and uh, we're watching the game, and they just, dude, it was like I was bleeding on my eyes. 
just crying. Sad knowing that I'm going to go to school and they're going to make fun of me. Because I was a big Blazer fan. Yeah. I was a big Blazer fan that year. We were unstoppable. And um, they looked at us and said, all right, we're leaving. And we were just like, why'd you even show it up? Shout out to that family, though. I mean, we, we love them. We care. But I did. We that's how I know I take sports serious. When I don't want people around me on on, a, on an event where it's like do or die, bed die. I think that series, that game, showed me I take sports serious because I didn't watch Blazers after that. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it took me years to watch a game again. And we were down three one. I didn't watch no NBA. Yeah, we were down three games to one that series too. We came back, but I mean, and then in two thousand three, I got a quick funny story. Shout out to Paulo. We were watching uh, Dallas. This is Portland's last Jailblazer year. Mm-hmm. Well, with good talent. Because mm-hmm. Sabonis was leaving in 03, Pippen. And uh, Bonzi Wells was stepping up. Rashid, Damon. And uh, we're playing Dallas. And we're down three games to zero. And this is the first year they made the first round in seven games. Mm-hmm. So Portland comes back. And we're kicking ass again in the seventh game in Dallas. Here comes Paolo, who rooted for Kobe back in their first three-peat. And he walks into my grandpa's house because he lived next door to my grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. The game just, just killed it afterwards. And I realized, don't watch games with Laker fans. Absolutely. Don't watch it. Absolutely. Out of respect. I love you guys, but get no, away. No, you don't love them. No, I mean, they're my family. Oh, okay, you know, yes. But we don't. Love, we love family, but yeah. we don't love Lakers. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, that's a no. No. And ever since then, that they, they've broken my heart, so. I... Lakers are not up. I need the Warriors to beat the Lakers. Me too, and they're down 2-1 right now. I don't as we speak. No, I know. I'm, I, I, I'm not worried about hey. the Warriors. Those guys are like... Oh, man. Those guys are... They're, they're, they're fighters. Look, they're champions. Yeah. I watched a game yesterday with my grandfather and my grandmother. My daughter was in the room hanging out with her great-grandparents. It was special, man. Hell yeah. I haven't seen... My grandparents since the pandemic, bro. So it's probably three years. Damn. I know, bro. I'm the worst grandson ever. So I come back, and uh, man, it was special just to spend all day with my grandparents, watching baseball, watching basketball. We watched that entire game. My grandpa is a hooper, so he don't even like the current NBA because they're not really balling like like they should. No, yeah. So, but yeah, man, watching. I didn't like the outcome. I felt like the refs kind of took over the game and, and ruined the flow of it. Oh, yeah, you could tell that as a fan. You're like, the flow is not yeah, right. No, yeah, well, they broke the flow. Yeah. You know, you can you give Draymond five fouls and you change the game. You know, you change the game. Yeah. Because Looney cannot facilitate like Draymond can. Looney will not shoot under the basket. He's, a, he's, he's talented. He okay. has a role. He's not Draymond. So, you know, there was a little home cooking, I felt like. If if you let the Warriors and the Lakers just play basketball, the Warriors win that game yesterday. Yeah? Off top. They were down seven in the first quarter, 14-point swing, they up seven. Oh, wow. And then you, you know, you just start, the refs got involved, man. And the Warriors are scary. I, I never, I never doubted them. When we played them in 2016, they made us look like, like punks. We had a lead, entering the fourth quarter. 
I remember Curry's going off for like 16 points in the fourth quarter. Or no, OT, in, in overtime. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I remember. Oh, I was at my friend's house. Like, dude, I just came from 190th and Sandy to Woodstock yeah. to see this. This is garbage. Bad coaching. Yeah. Terry Stotts should have been fired. A long time ago. When Portland got swept by the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Anthony Davis. Shout out to Drew Holiday. Yeah, I remember. Drew Holiday's a man. Yeah, he okay? is. Okay? Yeah. He, he's that guy. But it was a coaching issue. Yeah. Well, you're right. I remember that. You should not get swept when you have home court advantage. You're clearly the better team. Terry Stotts got outcoached. No, he should have been fired. He should have been fired right then and there. And then you fast forward to you make it to the Western Conference Finals. Who's the best shooting Curry that year? Curry was unstoppable. Little bro. Little bro was shooting better than big bro that year. Was he? And he's a Portland, yeah. Seth Curry was out shooting Steph Curry. So you've got the Curry family... In the stands, mom yeah, and dad, yeah, one's that. wearing yeah. a, a, a Warrior jersey, one's wearing a Portland jersey. They're wearing the half-and-half jerseys. Terry Stotts, throw out your rotation. Throw out your sheets. It's little bro versus big bro. Little bro is eating. Yeah. He's picking up bro at half court. He's he, he's, he benches him, bro. For what? I never liked that coach. He... He had a seven-man rotation, and he was getting burnt by coaches because they knew he had a seven-man rotation. Look, Carmelo, Hoodie Mello, shout-out to Infinity, Double Zero. Mm-hmm. He's cooking Denver. Pulls him, pulls him out the game because of his rotation. Like, no, bro, Carmelo is one of the best scores this game has ever seen and he is back beautifully too he's back for revenge in Denver and he's wearing a Portland jersey you sit down and you let this man cook until he wants to come out the game dude you're bringing back memories hey you know? man all that's bad why, that's Terry why Stotts. I, that's, Terry Stotts is trash bro I know I would have fired him six times how do you feel about uh, <laughs> Chauncey Billups I like I like I like Chauncey I like him as a player. He brings, and, he and brings, I'm not, a, he brings and, a championship pedigree. Exactly. And he pays more than a seven-man rotation. Yeah. And he will let these young guys play if they play defense. Yeah. He pulled Nurk. Nurk. <laughs> Nurkic. I think Nurkic is uh, the nephew of Terry Stotts. I also don't like him. He's a crybaby, and so, he don't yeah. like to play defense. And That's his nephew. Big respect to Chauncey Billups for pulling his minutes you won't play my ball, you can't play for me. Yeah. Hey, I don't care how much you're getting paid. That's the sign of a good coach. Uh-huh. Shout out to Pete Carroll. There we go back to the Seahawks. Mm. Russell Wilson is in the position that he's in because Pete Carroll will play the best guy. Mm-hmm. They had just, when Russell Wilson came into the league, they just paid some random dude a bunch of money to come and be the quarterback. I don't even remember dude's name. Somebody knows. Who was it before him? Wasn't it Hassel or who was it? Hasselback. So okay. So they go from Hasselback. They they bring in some free agent. They pay him a ton of money. Who knows what this guy's name is? Russell Wilson comes in balling. You yeah. go with a hot hand. I don't care how much money you pay. That's good coaching. True. Terry Stotts didn't have that. 
I don't know. Chelsea Billups has that. And that, that's the thing is like we yeah no you're right and I've and I've said that before about Chelsea Billups I've, I like them because uh, when he beat the Lakers in 04 as a as a as a point guard MVP for the finals, I mean come on this is a lot. You beat Kobe and Shaq. Shout out to the Pistons team, yeah. the greatest starting five in the modern era. That yeah, they were they, they, they were fun to watch. There was nothing flashy about them. Mm-mm. The game. I'm sure the NBA hated them, but there's nothing they could do about their greatness. Oh, no. The not... NBA wants to see high scoring. Their games were 60 points. Nasty. Oh. Against Indiana. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people were like, 2005 was the most boring finals. I don't care. Amazing. No. San Antonio. That's another Tayshaun great. Prince. Yeah. Nice. That... Chauncey Billups. Nice. They lost that finals in 05 against San Antonio in game seven. I don't remember how the series was, but I, I, all I remember was I was in high school and we had just, I still got two articles when Rasheed Wallace got traded. Mm. Traded on the Oregonian. And I'm just, Trash. I was sad, man. No, that was, that was the end of the Trailblazers. Yeah. Like you just traded your all-star. Yeah. He was only 30. And for what? No, he wasn't even 30. And for what? So Portland is, my dad always calls Portland a farm team. Mm -hmm. They will get talent, and they will send them on to be great. Shout out Jermaine O'Neal. Shout out uh, Pat Connaughton, who's got a ring with Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they will draft well, send you on to go get a ring somewhere else. That's the Portland model. I wonder if it's because they're like, this is just my my idea. I don't run a business. I'm not the owner. I'm not Jody Allen. But uh, She ain't the owner either. Oh, man. But whoever's making owner decisions, bro, it's like, I tell people all the time, the Warriors got bought in 2010 for $400 million. Mm-hmm. Now they're worth like $3, 4000000000 yeah. They're up there. They're, you know, yeah. and that's what championships bring. You know, you bring that excitement. You're winning. And the value, I mean, I'm just saying, it went up 10 times. Well. Eight times at least. Shout out to the most profitable um, entity in the NBA, New York Knicks. They're trash, and they're still worth that. That's true. So you get profitability, like like it's a it's an appreciating asset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but, but, but winning no, winning helps. It, it helps. <laughs> but do you think Portland is just like let's just meet the quarter for the year and we're good? Um, because that's kind of how, how I feel. Like they're it's kind of like shut shut up, Damian and Paul Allen. Ran the team like a fantasy basketball team. That's what I mean. He loved Luke Babbitt. Yeah, Luke yeah. Babbitt should not have had a roster spot. He go to summer league and be an MVP, but he can't shoot when it matters. Exactly. Uh, Myers Leonard, you know, like <laughs> you hold on to these guys too long. Another Terry Stotts. That's his son. <laughs> that's that's Junior. Bro. Remember his first game? He was happy because Kobe hit him or something. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Steve Nash got hurt. That All right, go back. <laughs> go back, rewind. Um, go look at that video of Myers Pel- Leonard's first game. The Pelicans. The Pelicans are in the middle of sweeping the Portland Trailblazers. You are down three. Yeah. And there's plenty of time on the clock. And you've got C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard. Who do you write up the inbound play for? He gave the ball to Myers Leonard. In the in the key, and Myers Leonard Leonard fumbles it off of his leg, out of bounds. Okay, so what do you do next? You give it back to Myers Leonard for to shoot a two when you're down three. When he just did that, like I I felt like that was Terry Stotts 
resignation. I'm like, oh, he no longer wants to coach in the NBA. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't fire him, bro. So, yeah, that's his son. That's wrong, man. That's wrong. That's that's that that that's why I don't go to games. Not because I don't fit in the damn chairs, but man, they're just. <laughs> It's not the same, bro. Can't afford it. Dad can't afford it. I <laughs> mean, no. In high school, I went to so many Warrior and Clipper games because they sucked. Dope. You know, they, they sucked. Lillard's Clippers. first year. Yeah. Probably went to 15 games, 200 level, free. They were giving away tickets. Okay. Bro. I mean, I was at my high school. Sometimes there were some, some Crips and Bloods fighting on the stands. I'm like, fool, we had a Blazer game. Chill. <laughs> Because it was so open, so we had to go to a different area. Like, let's go this yeah, way. Let's sit over yeah. here. These fools are fighting over there for no reason. Yeah. But no, I mean, I I went to a lot of games seeing, like, when the Warriors were were super. Like, Mike Dunleavy, his first couple years. No, not Dun- Mike Dunleavy. Dunleavy was nice. Yeah, he was nice. He came out of Jesuit. Mm-hmm. But, um, but hey, what happened if you was to go back and think, why did Mike Dunleavy, the coach, get fired? Because we got Maurice Cheeks. What do you think about that? Uh, Maurice Cheeks is a great player. He's a terrible human being. That's what I hear from him. As a coach. That's what I heard. Shout out uh, Matt Barnes. Yeah, that's what I heard too. And I say that because now, as a Blazer fan, you see it. You're like, dude, you had all this talent, and you didn't do shit. Yeah. I mean, you have a, let's call it a systemic problem in the NBA. You will retread. You'll bring a Van Gundy in. 10 times before you give a up and coming basketball mind mm-hmm. look at Eric Spolstra shout out Eric he's a he's a, a Portland cat he's been there for since 95 with the Miami organization that's why they have success and yeah. they have culture yeah instead of bringing in a Pat a, Riley I heard he's, he's he gets down with his players like you better yeah. you better make this quarter of your weight off top you know you better not be fucking around in Miami. Off top. Which is a test to some players. I mean, but you look at somebody like Eric Spolstra, a brown human being, young man, he got an opportunity. Yeah. And he did that. You look at you look at the Phoenix Suns coach. Uh, is it the one from the Pelicans? Yeah. Man, shout he out was to at Portland, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Monty Williams. He, Monty Williams should have been Portland's coach. He was there. And he kicked her ass. He was there. He's one of the best. So that's it's a systemic problem, bro. Like I think they, Portland just doesn't want it. Portland uh, does not want this team. Portland is the widest place on the planet. They do not want our team to be run by it's like... It's the widest place yeah. on the planet. They, so I'm surprised that... Shout out to Becky Hammond winning uh, championships in the WNBA. But they wanted Becky Hammond to be the first female head coach here. Oh, that's not the one. I was thinking of Sue Bird, my bad. Yeah, Becky. It was oh. it was between Chauncey and Becky. I remember that. You know. I remember that. Everybody loves a Becky. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to have to scratch that before I get in trouble. No, I meant like, <laughs> no, we're talking about her winning success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was with the Spurs, right? She, she, She's in the Spurs, but, man, it's like, what's worse? Yeah, I just wanted Chelsea Billis because I wanted him to show that he can coach. Because I, I, I felt like we needed somebody like him. To give us a new spirit. And Dame wanted him. Exactly. That that matters. Yeah. So fire the GM, fire the coach, and listen to your superstar. And not not the jerk superstar. Mm-mm. Not the entitlement. 
Ben listen, Simmons. Listen, yeah, listen to the dude that's been putting in this work. Listen mm-hmm. to the dude that just passed Clyde Drexler in scoring. Listen to the dude that's put the city on his back. Like, my little sister-in-law got a picture with Dame, Lil- Dame Lillard. She just had her prom yesterday. Shout out to him. Oh, nice. He up, he up at Roosevelt just taking pictures with the kids, bro. That's so Listen dope. to that dude. He's not hiding in Tualatin at the mm. training center. He's here. He's made this his home. Listen to that dude. So I'm glad they got Chauncey and no Dunleavy. I got a pair of uh, Damian Lillard, Kobe, what they call Kobe 8? Remember those Kobe A Adidas? Yeah, yeah. colorway? Signed by Damian Lillard at the Adidas store. That's crazy. I waited an hour. Because when he first came to Portland, he was always at Adidas. Yeah. Giving, sign, signing autographs yeah, and they, shit. They so paid him enough. I'd be up there did. too. Well, yeah. So, so biggest, I was going. Biggest shoe deal. Yeah. So, I got a, yeah, so I got a lot of that stuff before he ended up being who he is. My brother would see, took a picture with him in his rookie year um, at Target. He's not 6'3", bro. No, he's not. he looks 6'1". He looks 6'1". Because he was listed next to Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is 6'1". Yeah. He's, he's not 6'3". He's not 6'3". But that just makes him more impressive in what he does yeah like my wife is 411 i call it 410 and a half but she calls it 411 and her little sister is not too much taller than her so you know she sends us a picture of her standing next to dame and he is not much taller he's he's six he's six one bro yeah i'd say I, and that's respect talking yeah. like i don't know how they list these players but they are uh, they they on paper they gotta make it look like i don't know why it matters but they gotta they can't list their true height and weight like dennis rodman is like six seven but he played like he eight foot yeah like dennis rodman was so nice he could tell by the spin of the basketball where it was going to come off. I know. I he, can't even he, see that on a fastball. He's he's an elite, once-in-a-lifetime talent. Yeah. Ath- athleticus. Man. Not even a hooper, bro. No, I know. He's Not just, even a hooper. No. He did that, though. That's why I tell people, and every time I watch the last dance and I see the, the stuff that Dennis Rodman was doing with the Bulls, he took care of business still, but it was... His antics were crazy. Uh, his antics were crazy. They're funny. Look, we were desperate. We were in the middle of a pandemic, and Michael <laughs> Jordan gave something for everybody to watch. What'd you think about the documentary? I didn't watch it. I liked it. I liked it for the fact, just because I like old school basketball. I, so, want, I wanted to let it breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got to age before I watch it, because it's very one-sided. And Michael Jordan's telling a story from his perspective, and it's not a true story. True, because he puts so much fear in people. And his oh, teammates. a lot of that's real. Shout out to uh, him punking people, and shout yeah, out to yeah. Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole because yeah, he yeah. needed it. Like I respect yeah. that. Yeah. But you know, he he say something crazy about uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas, and he's not about that life. Isaiah Thomas comes from the streets. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas was marching, you know, civil rights with Martin Luther King, Black Panthers. He, man, bro, he come from the streets of Chicago. And he's, okay? a, and he's a tough-ass basketball player. Tough, and, by Bobby Knight. And the way Michael Jordan deals with him is soft. It is, bro. Oh, so man. I didn't watch it yeah. because he up in there telling lies, and he won't man up and sit down like me and you. 
and yeah. chop it up with Isaiah Thomas. So I think that's cowardly. I rock, I love Jordan. Me too. And but, but I also like Isaiah I, Thomas. But, I also but like as a man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. It's kind of. I weird. didn't watch the Last Dance because okay. he pissed off a lot of people. He pissed off Pippen. He pissed off Isaiah Thomas. I know. He up in there, he, yeah. he, smoking a cigar, selling wolf tickets, bro. It's funny I didn't how respect that. It's funny how he said uh, he had like his only friend. I like he got one friend that's not good. It was weird, bro. No, but other than that, I just wanted to see, like, just the, you know, like, uh, just the highlights yeah, stuff, yeah. just shit like the, that. The best documentary. Yeah. But I did hear Phil Jackson. Shout out to Phil Jackson. Mm. He's a very awesome coach. Uncle Phil. But I, I heard him um, on the Rick Rubin podcast talking about uh, just his philosophy in basketball. Because mm. Rick Rubin's not a basketball fan, so he's asking him, you know, us being fans, you're like, oh, that's a stupid question, but it's like he's not a fan. So yeah. he's just trying to understand how... Phil Jackson worked with all these people like Jordan and Kobe and Shaq and Pippen and Rodman and how he had to, you know, manage them in a way to win. How do you? Like, that? that yeah. that's a special talent. Yeah. You know, we, we're it talking. just gave you like five or six Hall of Famers. Yeah. Alphas. Yeah. You're in a room for Alphas. I'll have to send you that podcast. It was really cool. It was yeah. very interesting listening to Phil Jackson talk about. i just, have to check that out. Yeah. I, I've been rocking with All the Smoke podcasts. Which I appreciate. It's I've been rocking with Draymond Green podcast. I heard it. Now I gotta rock with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, does Draymond Green be talking shit? Yeah. Okay, that's good. But, I mean, good if you like. But, he's a four-time champion. I'm just saying, you know. He has the mind like Phil Jackson. That's good. He's he's watching things unfold, and he's got the best seat in the house because he's on the court. So he will break down the game mm. and tell you what happened and why. With no bias. Even though he's on the court and mm-hmm. wants to see the Warriors win, he'll flat out tell you why they lost. Like, it's, it's it's a really interesting perspective. And I'm enjoying listening to players. Give their perspective as well. And talk to other players. Yep. And honest, I work, like, I don't want to hear, like, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> He's such a talented player. I don't understand his situation, you know? <laughs> Like the dude can play with the it's, ball, you know what I'm saying? No, like, it's it's the mental aspect. Yeah. Shout out to Chess for success. <laughs> Shameless plug. If Ben Simmons was a chess player, if he was one of my chess kids, he would not be trash. Promise no, you. he'd be the he's trash, bro. It's 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 a mental. He's he's lacking mentally. He's lacking okay. mentally. I Dennis can see that. Rodman, even though he had his mental issues. He was strong enough mentally to go on the court with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, dye his hair whatever color he want, and go play his role. Yeah, he didn't. He knew he didn't have to score a single bucket, but he did his thing. Yeah, he was mentally tough. He came from the Bad Boy Pistons. He was mentally tough. Okay, Ben Simpson, Ben Simmons, whatever his name is, Bart Simpson, you know. Shout out to Simpsons, yeah. like in high school. Hey, he's he's mentally weak. No, yeah, I'm just curious, bro. I was just curious because, like I said, I've I've always was like, man, he's a smooth player. But then I'm like, why are you sitting out there doing that? Hurt his feelings. Philly was too tough. Okay. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, okay, I had a friend once upon a time. Shout out to Dominique Jones. He was playing football in middle school, bro. The Cincinnati Bengals was sending him stuff. Grant High School was sending him stuff. Oh, wow. You know, 
like they cater to these kids early. Once they find out that you can do something with a ball, yeah, they 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 treat you like an elite. So these AAU kids, Charles Barkley said AAU is the worst thing to happen to to the world. I believe it. They 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 coddle them. They they tell them you're the greatest, and then when they run into adversity, they don't know how to deal with it. That's true. So yeah, it's a mental issue. It's a mental block. Yeah, he can shoot. Yeah, he's elite. Yeah. But mentally, he's not. So he's trash. Yeah. Poor guy. It is, man. I hope he takes his money and goes and lives a great life. I'd leave the NBA. I would, too. Why not? Yeah, why not? I guess you're right. I mean, I can't tell someone, like, hey, step it up when you're making $200 million in five years. And then you don't want to, you know, you don't want to play. Go, buy, go yeah. buy your mama a house. Yeah. And go herd some goats in Costa Rica. Or something. Shout out to the Tigas in Costa Rica. And also hurt my feelings. <laughs> just be honest and leave. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But he he's not even... I don't want to shout out. I don't want to. I don't want to call out his manhood because that's rude. Yeah, he's not mature enough to just walk away. He needs to. Yeah, because like, there's a lot of people he, out there hungry. He ain't got, and there's a lot of people out there hungry in the wrong way. He's he probably got friends and family that want him to stay an NBA player. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yep. But if they really cared about him, they would say, "Man, it's time to wrap it up." Yeah, if you're not in it, just yeah, find something else love to do. This, bro. Invest your money. Go. If you want to become a director, go do that or something. I don't we see, know. We see LeBron and his greatness. Yeah. Why is he still playing? Well, he's trying to get his son to play, so you know. Bingo. He got a reason. Because he's got that's a never reason. happened, you know. He's about to be. You know. He's about to be playing with his son in a couple of years. When I found out. Kevin Willis was playing, and I found out he was almost 44. And I'm like, "What are you doing with the Dallas Mavericks or Spurs? One of those two teams?" Mm-hmm. He was probably bored, but I mean, shout out to Kevin Willis. He was yeah. one of the oldest players yeah. to play, and he played for from '84 to '07. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. Yeah, bro, he looked like Monk when I showed yeah. up to the house and watched the game seven. <laughs> it's a uh, you gotta have a why. Yeah, I'm currently. I mean don't mention me in the same breath as LeBron James when okay. it comes to electrical work dare I say I'm elite <laughs> I'm modest too but I'm stronger than Kevin Willis though my uh, my desire to deal with BS in the yeah. field is not as strong as LeBron's desire to play with his son so yeah. I'm not in the field right now yeah yeah Ben, ben Simmons needs to get out of the field. He's still in a roster spot from somebody who deserves a shot and loves the game. He doesn't love the game. Yeah. No, I, I like I said, dude, like with Portland, I'm like, what are we going to do with Shannon Sharp? You know, are we going to keep it or are we going to get rid of Simmons? Because, you know. Portland's going to Seattle. I said it. It's over. It's over. Damn. Look at, look at Josh Hart. He's playing for New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, New York, yep. So you finally get Dame some help, some length, some Mm -hmm. athleticism. You send Josh Hart away to go play for a contender at warm-ups? Didn't even talk to Dame. Bro, we're watching a breakup. You know, Jody Allen has to sell the team because it is her job to liquidate her brother's assets. She is not the owner of this team. She is liquidating the assets. Uncle Phil, Phil Knight shows up, says, I will buy the team. Mm -hmm. They did not sell the team to Phil Knight. If they would have sold the team to Phil Knight, Portland 
Trailblazers would stay in Portland. And we're going to be the next Warriors. That's what, that's what I think Nike's going to try to... If they sell it to them, Portland's staying. If they don't sell it to Phil Knight, Portland's good as going to Seattle, bro. It's over. I hope they're not doing no, some bullshit. Because, I don't know, man. I don't trust that lady. Me neither. Or that family. Everything's in Washington. Yeah. Vulcan Inc., like, yeah. who actually owns the Blazers. Yeah. All of those Microsoft nerds. They're going to bring that team to Seattle, bro. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah, man. We're going to be having a whole other conversation if they don't sell the team to Uncle Phil. Damn. That Damn. sounds like, yeah, thinking about thinking writing, about that, you're like, Writing is on the wall, bro. Yeah. Actually, when I went to Seattle, I saw the old Key Arena. It was uh-huh. being remodeled and everything, uh-huh. and I'm just like. You know what it is. They're bringing a team there, and they own a team. Seattle owns Portland. Seattle owns the Trailblazers. They always have. Mm-hmm. So if they don't sell it to Phil Knight, this team will not stay here. And the way they treating Dame, I don't think they want to uh, continue this. It's been real. Yeah. But you're right. No, you're right. I'm just thinking, bro. There's a lot of just like, damn, man, why? Just shoot. They're just putting a lot of blockage for no reason, bro. The Blazers do. They put a lot of blockage. Like, get rid of it. I've said this. Get rid of it. Give it to Phil Jackson. Or when you Phil Knight. Yeah. He could do his thing. Let him do his thing. And I think Portland would be a successful team, bro, where I think players are going to be like, let's go to play for Nike. First of all, you can't convince a young black millionaire to come to Portland. No, I know. So, Jeremy Grant was great. He's a Portland kid. Uh, Gary Payton, the second, was a great pickup. Yeah. He's an Oregon kid. Yeah. But they let him go. That that was like, okay, we playing. Letting him go back to Oakland. I hope he wins me, the championship. I hope he does too. Now he can rub it in Blazers' face. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? You yeah. build a squad. Like, Portland had a squad for a second. You got the up-and-coming Sharp. You got Anthony, little baby Simons, doing his thing. He's... Clearly the number two scoring option. You have a squad. Now you've got length and defense. Jeremy Grant goes hard. Yeah. Get rid of Nurk. Go get me Sabonis. Sabonis was born here, bro. I know. Go get him. He's fun to watch. It's an easy fix, bro. Yeah. They're not trying to build a team here. Their their lack of action is damning. I wonder if it has to do with the city and their Sure. You know? Because ah, man, I feel like they're trying to blow Portland up. <sighs> they are, bro. Like, like that, uh, like that old building where the post office used to be in Northwest. It's oh, crazy. It's gone. I just drove by there. Me and my daughter, we joyride. My, my son goes. That looks like a bombing went away. Yeah. Like went off. I'm like, I know. I was on my electric scooter, just scooting around the Pearl, and I had to stop at the top of the bridge, take a picture. Oh. And me and my daughter, we joyriding yesterday, after visiting my grandparents. And we just telling stories, and I was like, "Man, check this out!" So we hit the pearl, and I show her the demolition. And it's like it's crazy. That used to be the post office, and yeah. everything's changed, man. What What do you miss about the city? That if you could tell your daughter, like, "Man, I wish I was here," or you could you could see this or something, or like, um, I or, miss being able to like a store building, anything, bro. I miss the safety. We used to be able to get on the max mm. and just roll. True. Now I gotta worry about someone smoking. Some, I ain't even worried about tweakers, bro. I'm worried about these ex special forces, uh, freaking army rangers. True. Dude with 
mental illness that I can't be in a fight. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? You're you're a trained killer, bro. And you mm-hmm. living on the streets high as a kite. I can't win that fight, bro. No, yeah. And I'll tell you, I recently, you were talking about safety. I recently seen, I was, uh, you know, I was outside. And I saw a person over there, um, you know, tripping out like a fight. And so I'm out there just wondering, like, that person looks like he's strung out, very strong, you know. He's out there with a broken skateboard, mm-hmm. throwing the pieces at people. Mm-hmm. And there's a bicyclist, you know, coming, and he's throwing his skateboard pieces yeah. at him. And I'm telling my lady, call the cops. So by the time she calls, she's on hold. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? The bus shows up. Oh, 911 like coming. Like a, like a movie scene. He grabs this stuff, gets on the bus, and leaves. Yeah. And I go, damn, I didn't even record it. Cops ain't coming. It's like nothing happened. Yeah. Shout out, James. That's a movie scene, bro. That's shout like the that's like the dark night when the Joker steals the bank. Hey, man, shout out to James Brown, the hardest working man in TriMet. He, uh, he's one of the operators. Oh, I think he meant the hardest working man in the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he can see all this on, on camera. Like, he, really? He works graveyards. He sees them tripping out on fentanyl in the elevators, on the maxes. On the buses, like he can watch all this happening. It's just not safe to ride the bus anymore. That's what I miss the most. You're right. My mom, my mom didn't have a driver's license till she was like thirty something because she mm. didn't need it. Bro, we hop on the five. My mom used to hop on the <clears throat> the forty, yeah. which is the forty four now. Yeah, and it was. I uh, still call it the forty. Man. Yeah, forget all I call it the forty four. Yeah, yeah. No, and um, we used to hop on it, go to you know down from Vancouver all the way down to. Uh, uh, the Rose Garden, yeah. you know, do the transit center, whatever, do go to the max. But uh, I remember as a kid, my mom had like three kids um, until she had my sister. I think that's when she got her license. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't carry four kids on the bus. Yeah. But uh, we'd go to Newberry's in downtown. Bro, shout out Newberry's. Shout out to Newberry's, man. That was one of my favorite stores. I don't know, something about it just screamed old school. Yeah. And um, it had all the fake G.I. Joes that I used yep. to take from them. Yeah. The little pet store in the basement. Where, yep. You know, that's the, <laughs> that's why if anybody ever goes to LA Fitness and Lloyd Center. Yeah, that's Newberry's. That's Newberry's. My wife worked at Dollar Tree uh-huh. uh, when we first got married. And she got to go into the basement of the old Newberry's. Oh, really? So creepy, bro. Before LA Fitness. Oh. Yeah, we got married in 2007. We going on 16 years, even though I'm a dummy. My wife's a special human. But uh, yeah, that that old new Newberries. Yeah, she she used to see it. I'm just like, bro, that's so creepy. I I miss that. Though. Okay, there's an escalator that goes down there mm-hmm. to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's creepy. Yeah, you go it's down all there. Creepy, bro. It's all creepy. Lloyd Center is dead. Yeah, that's I why miss, one of my. I miss well, the it's funny every time I go to Lloyd Center, I always think of the original Dawn of the Dead, one of my favorite zombie movies. Mm-hmm. You ever seen it? Uh-uh. It's just, yeah, it's the original Dawn of the Dead, and they're in the mall. And it's just that it looks just like Lloyd Center. I mean, coming soon. It's right now in Washington. They're mixing fentanyl with uh, horse tranquilizers, and they walk around like zombie apocalypse. I got a bow and arrow. What's good? I was in Seattle last year, and I bumped into some dude like in that song. Um, what's that song where Ice Cube talks about going to Missouri, spread out his wealth, mm-hmm. a crack? Not him, but he's telling the story. Um, I forgot what it's called, but uh. I ran into some kid, bro, and I bumped into him, and all these drugs fell out of his pocket. And then he's like, what the fuck? And he's picking them up. <laughs> and in the car over here with his homies, all from California, I go, oh, man. I was here just visiting. Yeah. 
I got it. I got uh, Let me get out of this downtown scene. You know, it's like. Yeah, and I heard Seattle's a very drug busted city. Like, because some of the people that I saw in downtown were just, it was bad, bro. Bro, it's 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 sad. Wife and I, we were just riding our scooters, and uh, unfortunately, there's a drug deal going bad in a preschool parking lot. We're just riding in the neighborhood, bro. Wow. And dude gets out the car, squares up. Other dude squares up. And then another cat come out of the apartment complex. Dude reaches in his bag like he got a gun. And we're, I'm just, I tell my wife, just go. Yeah. Go straight. Don't look back. If I hear gunshots, I call 911. So I had to, I had to thank her yesterday just for listening to me. I don't have time to explain because she didn't see it unfolding. Because I'm always watching. Yeah. And she just right. We, you know, we, she's, she's in a step challenge with her friends. So we took a break from riding the scooter to walking. Just so we can get some steps in. Shout out to any step challenges. Hey, shout out to all the step challenges. Get your steps in. Yeah. Shout out to... Uh, 10,000 a day is what they say. The little homie, uh, Naisha, she working at Fred Myers. She starts at like 4 a.m. And she's unstoppable in the step challenge. She always wins. Mm. But uh, yeah, you know, my wife's just trying to get her steps in, bro. And we almost saw a homicide. That's Portland now. Yeah. And, you know... I thanked her. I'm like, I didn't have time to explain, but I said, get on your scooter and go. Yeah. And you went. That's, I love her for that. You Damn, know? Bro, yeah. that's, that's Portland, scary. Portland sucks. It does. I love it, but it sucks. It sucks. Now. Yeah, there's some things that you just, areas you avoid, some people you just watch and you're like, I'm going the other way. It's not even worth it. Especially when you see somebody that, they're, like you said, they could be on fentanyl and something, so, something to boost their, their hey. strength, bro. That shit's scary. Hey, man. Ockley Green Middle School, your administration is trash. They got fentanyl in Ockley right now, finding it in the bathrooms. What do you mean, bro? Like some kids bringing in there. Is it like a powder form or how? It, what is know. fentanyl? I don't, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. But these kids do. And uh, if I was the administration at Ockley Green Middle School, I'd rip that place apart. And they're not doing nothing. So, you know, a lot's changed, man. It's, it's, it's not safe. That's what I miss about Portland is the safety. Yeah. You know, and they can't do nothing. Like, you call 911, no one's coming. Portland Public Schools, you can't suspend nobody. You can't, you can't, you can't suspend nobody. So if you a teacher, you know, I had a, had a teacher tell me, this is in High School, they out at Marshall now. Kid does a line of coke right there on his on his desk and he couldn't even kick him out of the class kid looks at him and goes what are you gonna do about it wow just what do you do about it so my daughter's going to Jeff you know shout out to the demos school of champions yeah she got she's not staying there four years bro I yeah. can't have her in that toxicity for four years well, I feel you. No, I feel you. I, I feel you because we, we all see the vibes. We all know where certain individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like the way it's systematic, you know what I'm saying? Like Jeff, it's a, such a such a school where it sucks. It's almost like a, it's almost like a failed place to yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember my mom used to joke. She's like, oh, you're going to school, but it's not that good. I'm like, mom, I'm going to do my best. That's all you I can do. do. Your best. I'm going to do my best, but good. I mean, it's just the... And I ended up leaving because the environment wasn't good. Yeah. So I had, I had I had to go. But a shout out to anybody that graduates from there, yeah. you know, and if they get what they get. My wife know. graduated from there. 
my mom graduated from there. My oldest sister, Tanisha, graduated from there. You know, I got a little cousin, got full ride scholarship. You yeah. Know, like, you can handle your business at Jeff. Yeah. Just don't get caught up in the stupidity. So no. it's up to us as parents yeah. to have that solid foundation for our kids and they can succeed anywhere. Yeah, I take pride in Jeff. Even though I went there for one quarter of my whole career there. Yeah. You know why I take pride in it? Because all my family went there too. Yeah. My parents went there. My mom said she got in a fight with a bunch of black women because they were flirting with my dad. <laughs> I don't think she knew what she was doing. She didn't even know. She didn't, I don't even think she knew English. <laughs> She's making novellas in her head, but it worked. My mom taught me how to fight. Yeah. Because, uh, you know. This is like 1985. Yeah, yeah. My mom, I don't know what year my mom yeah. was at, Jeff. I got to do the math. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, she she taught me what to do if you ever get jumped. Because her and my auntie, they was the pretty light-skinned girls. Oh, you know, okay. So they was always fighting. <laughs> Man. No, Jefferson High School, has, it's unique. It's a big, nice building, big yard. I mean, you know, now they just, they go in there to play soccer. And I'm like, yeah. what were y'all 20 years ago? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, Jefferson is just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a signature school for a, for a neighborhood like, like it, you know? Yeah. So, and I think I recently told your wife, I'm like, what do you think about Roosevelt? She's like, nah, because she's a demo, you know? Yeah. So we, we talked about growing up on two different sides of North Portland, but, you know, either if you were from... From, you know, let's say Peninsula School this way, mm-hmm. most likely you're rooting for Roosevelt. Yeah. And if you're from that side and humble neighborhood and closer to the Rose Garden, mm-hmm. you're going to rep Jeff. I'm going to be at both. My daughter's going to Jeff. Mm-hmm. One of her good friends is going to Roosevelt. I got a Portland Public School badge because I coach chess. Oh, I nice. I will pull up. Nice. So shout out to all the administrators. You see Coach Booker come through the door. It better be nice. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, nah, yeah. The, the principal at Tubman's a bum, by the way. The, oh. current, the current principal at Tubman, he's a bum. Okay. Yeah, bum. Okay. We ain't met yet. We will. What is, what What? what are they? Uh, he's a white dude. Oh, man. Yeah. He's from Park Rose. He's a bum. Oh. I don't like how he's moving in the community. I don't like how he's dealing with certain people. And uh, I will meet him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man surprise surprise <laughs> yeah no hell yeah well hey Ricky I appreciate you coming through bro you know we did a long one today we you know I only get to see you for two three minutes at a time whenever yeah. I did so it was, it was great good. to uh, sit down and actually have a conversation instead of uh, us being in our phones that's what, top. you know, and I have nothing against that. I always tell people, if you're on your phone and you're around me, I ain't gonna talk shit. Well, I'm gonna talk shit, but in a funny way, yeah. because I also understand that that person can have a business or uh, something where it deals with something more important than this. But I appreciate you coming through and letting letting me, uh, you know, get to know you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. Oh, thank you, dude. So I uh, appreciate it, Ricky. I'm gonna wrap this up, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. Peace out, y'all.